Hey everybody, what is up and what is going on? Welcome back to Blind Focus, the podcast. Today we are celebrating four years. That's right, everybody, four years of me being blind. That's right, four years ago today, I woke up on Black Friday and everything was black. Well, everything wasn't black. I mean, I still see light, but if you get what I'm saying, hey, my life changed on that day. You guys might hear some background sound, and that actually is my guide dog, Odie, chewing on his bone. And I'm also over here on Periscope, doing that live streaming like I always do. So um, we're going to be asking them some questions on what they, you know, what, what questions they have for me that, you know, pertains to me being blind for four years and all that. Like, oh, you know, like, hey, Aaron, you know, how do you feel? Well, have you changed? All that. What I mean, a lot has happened in four years. I mean, I've gone, gone from this guy who I was going through a huge transition, getting out of the military, um, coming back into civilian life. And then within two months after getting out of the military, I mean, I was... Whew, blind, you know, so it's it's kind of crazy how things can change literally in the blink of an eye. I went to sleep, closed my eyes, woke up. <clears throat> well, guess what? Couldn't see. That's it's, it's 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 actually crazy if you think about it. But um, here I'm go. I'm gonna go over to Periscope and get a question real quick from them, and uh, we'll well we'll hear what they have to say or hear uh, what questions they have, and I'll uh, go ahead and answer them. Let's let me click over here. Let's see what's going on. All right, well, it sounds like somebody just joined. <laughs> we'll we'll let, let the feed go here for a second, and we'll listen to Siri and see what. Uh, no, today, today's my four-year um, anniversary of me being blind. Thanks for asking that question. Oh, that was a good question. Okay, so what would I have done November 28th of 2013, the day before... I lost my eyesight. If I knew the next day I was going to be blind, hmm, I would not have worked the whole day. Okay, so being a man, because when I got out of the Army, um, a lot of you out there, especially on my podcast, might not have known this, but when I got out of the Army, I became a manager at Walmart. And when I became a manager at Walmart, um, I, I became a manager of the Department of Electronics, Photo Lab, Sporting Goods, all of Christmas, all of that. Like, it was, it was crazy. So I'm, I'm in charge of all these departments, and all those departments pertain to Christmas, if you didn't know that. <laughs> so um, when it comes to Thanksgiving, we, you know, we, we start doing Thanksgiving sales before Black Friday at Walmart. And it was crazy. So I spent most of my Thanksgiving at Walmart. Um, if I would have known that I was going to be losing my eyesight the next day, I would have been a lot more thankful for the fact that I had my family there and I could have spent it staring at them for a whole day. Um, to be honest with you, that would have been probably the most amazing thing. Knowing, I mean, knowing that I would be losing my eyesight, um, I would have just sat there and just, I would have spent spent that Thanksgiving with my wife and kids. I wouldn't have took the whole day to, you know, earn money. And um, I mean, yes, it was, it was good that I was, you know, I had a job and did all that. But at the same time, I, if I would have known, if, if only, if only, but guess what? I didn't. And that's okay. Um, my, my kids were still young enough. They didn't even, they didn't realize what was going on. Um, so, I mean, now they're nine and seven back then they were five and three. It's just crazy how time has changed, how much they have grown, how much I have grown, how much we have grown as a family. And during this time, you know, it's been, it's been stressful, but a blessing at the same time. So I'm going to go back over here and get another question. That was a very good question. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see what we got. Exactly, I agree with you. Um, 
That's a very good question. Okay, somebody asked how differently um, do I think my life would have been now compared to like if I you know had, would have not lost my eyesight. Okay, so hmm, right now I I mean right now I'm going through a lot. Um, obviously with uh, my workplace being in the discrimination, so I obviously would not be going through that. Um, in fact, when I lost my eyesight, I had just started my schooling for criminal justice and I was going to become a police officer. Um, that's, that was one thing, I, that was my plan when I got out of the military, and that was to join the United States, well, not the United States, I mean to join the, the police, uh, uh, the GIPD, Grand Island Police Department here in my local city, and um, I was going to say join the Army. Oh, wait, I already did that. Ugh. But, um, yeah, that was, that, was my, that was my goal at that time is just to um, take that next step. And uh, probably right now I would have probably been um, a police officer about, for about three years and because um, my preparation to um, become a cop would have taken me about a year to go through all the steps and stuff. And who knows, I might have been trying to work my way up um, or I might have just been happy with where I was. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy how times have changed. But, um, I mean, I probably would, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be living where I live. There's a lot that would have changed. I'll go back to another question. Okay, so I've actually done a podcast in a Periscope many times on this. The, the cliff notes of how I lost my eyesight. Um, I was in the United States Army and I was training. It wasn't actually when I was uh, overseas or anything like that. Um, I was training to get ready to go overseas and I got too hot, ended up passing out, hitting my head on an electrical box um, and I got grounded to it and it shot me across the room and hit my head. I went through another wall and then it fell back in my head again. I hit my head probably like two, three times in this whole entire um, ordeal and it wasn't actually the electrical electricity part that messed me up it was the hitting of the head so my eyes work just fine it actually is my brain that doesn't work properly well to be more precise the nerves from my eyes to my brain my optical nerves they just don't they're being constricted by uh, scar tissue so that's kind of how I lost my eyesight and the reasoning for me being without sight right there a little bit of cliff notes I guess you could say um all right I'm gonna go over get another question from over here see um what uh, other questions we have All right, so do you uh, you get any compensation for it? Okay, so I want to answer two questions here. Another co uh, common um, asked question during this moment in time is, oh, hey, did I end up uh, trying to sue them? Well, no, you can't really sue the military for getting hurt when you're serving in the United States military, okay? Um, and there was nobody who, um, it was just a whole, a whole bunch of freak accidents, basically, that, you know, ended up happening that made me end up being the beneficiary of, oh, hey, not um, having eyesight. <laughs> um, but compensation-wise, you do end up getting disability um, from the military once you get out if you do the proper paperwork. There are some people who obviously didn't do the proper paperwork and then they don't get it. So you got to make sure you stick on the military or stick on um, the VA and they will actually end up taking care of you. All right, so... For those of you who are new out there um, on my podcast or new um, in this Periscope, I actually do compete in natural bodybuilding. Um, I've competed in four competitions since I lost my eyesight. Um, the best I have placed is second in my state. And in the past four years, a lot has changed. When I first lost my eyesight, I was not nearly into fitness. In fact, fitness was my way of coping with losing my eyesight. So um, I would definitely not be 
where I am in my fitness journey. Now, being a police officer and stuff, who knows, I might have got more into fitness. Um, I don't know. And who knows if that would have ever ended up happening. Maybe I would have ended up pursuing something else. But now that I actually pursue fitness itself and it's something I, I am passionate about, I enjoy, I love, it, it's it's crazy to um, actually imagine life without the gym for me. It's a, a great stress reliever. It's a great, great way for me to work and get through my day. So it's actually kind of cool that... Um, in disguise, me losing my eyesight was a blessing and the fact that it helped me get fit. I'm, I'm, I'm way more fit now that I'm a blind individual um, than before when I was completely sighted in the United States military. Isn't that crazy? Like, right now I have, I've pushed myself more um, and I've had the resilience to get up off the floor and not feel sorry for myself and be able to bounce back and push myself forward um, since I... Uh, lost my sight. It, 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 it was a blessing in disguise. But at the same time, obviously, um, I, I still am a blind individual and that, that is a struggle at times. Uh, but I definitely would not be where I am right now uh, when it comes to my fitness journey if it wasn't for me losing my eyesight. It's just, it, it's, it's crazy how things play out um, eventually. And that's one, one thing uh, that actually, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I don't know if you guys can hear that very well over here on the podcast. So they asked, they, they just said, that's amazing. You know, keep it up. And I, that feels great when you guys do say that. Um, that actually one, is one thing that keeps me motivated. It's just one, I like to try to motivate you guys out there live streaming over here on the podcast. I don't care whether it be on YouTube, whatever. It, it's great. I love doing it. Glad I'm still here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, there, I mean, obviously it wasn't life-threatening or anything like that. But I mean, yes, I'm glad I'm still here too. I'm glad, you know, um... Obviously, there are individuals who have gotten hurt a lot worse and stuff like okay. that. So, top three most frustrating experiences for being blind these four years. Top most frustrating. Ooh, that's a very good question. Very good question. Very. Oh man, now I got to think. You got my brain working here. Okay, top three things that um, frustrate me being a blind individual and that I've found out in the past four years. You know, being. Oh man, it's four years again. Holy cow. Whew. All right, so. Um, one big thing that really frustrates me is myself. I get mad. I, I, ooh, sorry about that, guys. Odie's over here just walking around, shaking, being completely rude. Um, but, uh, yeah, the biggest thing that, uh, three biggest things that, like, frustrate me is, one, is myself. I, I really, I get mad at myself quite a bit because, like, I, I feel... I don't move as seamlessly as I could or, you know, I, and I do. I move really, really good. I move around quite well for a blind individual. But there are some times I get mad at myself because uh, I, I knock over a glass or I, <clears throat> I mean, I say I stub my toe at the gym or something. I mean, there might be something. I just, and then I get a little angry at myself for, you know, being blind. It's just like, wait, why? And, and, and it, it's... I'm actually frustrated with myself, not with the fact that I am messing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I need to kind of get myself under control when it comes to that. Which, I mean, it's an understanding. It's understanding that I, I might get a little angry with myself for that. But at the same time, it's like, come on, Aaron. You you, you know better. You know things are like this going to happen. Just get past it. Work. Um, you know, do what you need to do. And I think that's one thing I need to work on. And that's one thing that frustrates me. One of the and actually probably the biggest thing that frustrates me the most is when I, I speak to people, whether it be here on Periscope. Uh, through social media or even actually just um, at work or something. The biggest thing is like when I'm at work, I, I work at Olive Garden as a host right now before I was a bartender. But when 
people would tell me, I'm like, oh, hey, guys, you, you didn't get this done or you didn't do this. And, and they just go, well, I and they start making excuses about how rough like things are and how this it bugs me when people really I mean yes I don't know them as an individual I don't know this but when people say they can't do something it even bugs me when my kids say it they say I can't or I can't. why are you saying I can't when you know it's completely you're completely capable and able there should be no that just is a big pet peeve of mine just the words I can't it should not be even spoken um uh, I, I mean, I've met too many people, so much resilience, ambition, and drive to push themselves forward. It, it's, it's really hard for me to accept those words from anybody. And I think that's one thing that I might struggle with when I'm a personal trainer, um, is people tell me that. Yes, I mean, I, I can see them finding it motiv- motivating, but at the same time, I might be able to lose clients that way um, for being a little too stern, a little too... Um, rough, and that's just that's that's life. That's how it's going to work for me. But hey, that's one thing that frustrates me a, a lot. Is in the past four years, I've noticed, and the bad thing is, four years ago, I was that person. I was. I I, I can't do that. I, why why even try? Whatever. And it's just crazy. That's just wow. That's that's one thing that's really definitely has changed for me in four years, and it's one thing that frustrates me quite a bit. Uh, another thing that might frustrate me, um, being a guide dog user. Um, that's, oops, sorry about that. I got a notification on Facebook, guys. Um, but uh, one of the biggest things that actually does um, frustrate me, being a guide dog user, is people who are educated. Um, there have been people who I've spoke to multiple times about not touching my guide dog. Um, it's a big frustration of mine. Bugs the hell out of me. But, um, I mean, if you know not to touch a guide dog because they are a working dog and they have a task to perform, you know, why? Why even try messing with that dog? Why even try touching that dog? Why even try looking at that dog? Like, they love to just, oh, but he's, he's just a cute puppy. He's not really working. He's just standing there. He is still working. He had, To him, he has a vest on. I mean, he has his uh, harness on. And he knows that he's working. He is trying to focus. And if you are trying to be a distraction for him... Terrible on you, especially if you know better. Now, there are some individuals out there like kids or, um, for, for instance, there's a special needs kid that goes to my gym, um, and he always wants to pet Odie. He actually kind of, he's aware of it, but he forgets um, that this, this this dog is a working dog. My dog's a working dog. So that, that's a different situation. That I'm understandable about. I mean, that's, that makes complete sense. Or little kids, they, they don't know better. But when you are an adult, and I have spoken to you personally, telling you, hey, yo, don't touch my dog, don't distract my dog, um, well, hey, listen to those words. <laughs> don't don't be an idiot, please, please. Oh, my goodness. But, hey, that's probably one of the big three things in the past four years I've noticed that f- frustrate me. People saying I can't, I, I frustrate myself with myself if that makes any sense, and then also being a guide dog user. So, yeah, um, I'm going to click back over here, see what other people have to say. So, with my little, um, thank you. And actually, that's one reason I ended up naming my uh, YouTube channel True Ambition Fitness and stuff like that. But then I found out somebody I, I made a gym in like Kentucky or t- Tennessee or something like that, and it ended up being True Ambition Fitness. So, that's that's one thing that sucks there. But hey, I mean, True Ambition. That's all it is. I mean, um, you got to be able to truly, I mean, truly find a way. Oh, dang! There goes Periscope talking again. You got to really find what um, motivates you and what can 
keep you um, going and what will make you so you're ambitious. And the biggest thing there is goals. Everybody, make sure you make goals. And that's one thing I've noticed in the past four years. Something I've had to do, and I've, I've fallen short of a lot of those goals, but I've also succeeded and, and conquered some of those goals, which that's also life too. I'll say that. No, no, no. I don't think the person took my name. Um, I think they, because it's a gym, I think he actually already had it in the works because it was not, it was less, it was about a year after I um, started my YouTube channel. So, I mean, that does, that's just how it works sometimes. Two, all I can say is great minds think alike, okay? Great minds think alike. And this must be a great guy if his mind thinks like mine. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, got a little cocky there. Hey, let's drink some coffee real quick here. Mmm. Alter fear in my life. Man, you got all the good questions today, young lady. All right, so let's see here. Has blindness made me either more fearful or less fearful or whatever? Um, so one thing, yes and no. Weird, weird answer, right? Um, so yes, I've been I've become more fearful in some cases because um, the fact that I did spend so much time with my wife and kids... Um, just the idea of losing them someday um, makes me scared. And then, like, sometimes being somebody, like, I, I can dream normal, right? I have normal dreams um, just because I'm blind. Just me and my, my brain doesn't work right in that way. I'm, you know, sighted for 25 years of my life, so my brain still has images, and it works that way. Well, um, there's been times where I've had dreams where, in my dreams, you know, my, my wife and kids ended up leaving me. It was like an alternate reality. reality, um, And they ended up leaving me because of my loss of eyesight. And that happens a lot to people. Um, there have been a lots of individuals out there who either they push their family away or their family pull away when something like this happens because, um, one, they feel they can't take care of them or whatever. But I actually had a dream where my wife, she felt, no, I'm not able to do this. Um, I'm sorry. We're done. We're through. Um, I'm taking the kids with me. And that, that right there was probably the thing I was scared of the most. But knowing now that here I am four years later and it didn't happen, it actually has helped me become less fearful of something like that to happen. So, I mean, there's the pros and cons of it. it that's, that's, that's life, and that's actually kind of crazy how it has worked that way for me. And, I mean, I, I, I just feel that that is one, one thing that is just, has kept me my my drive going forward um, is yes being fearful of things happening, but having that mindset mindset to just kind of keep pushing through it, um, even though there's that fear in the back of your mind of something happening. Uh, for instance, going to new places, it is kind of fearful sometimes in a large groups being blind. There's lots of people. There's lots of things happening. So um, at first, definitely within the first year or two, it was something I was scared of. And now, um, especially with my PTSD from being in the military, um, it, it was a time I would get anxious, uh, stuff like that. But now I've gotten to the point where large groups of people don't bug me. Um, I mean, yes, I feel a little nervous sometimes, but um, it helps not being able to see them. I mean, yes, I can hear them, but sometimes it's just like, all right, I focus on what task is at hand, and hey, next thing I know, I'm working through it. So there are some th sometimes being... Being scared, I've learned how to use it as a tool um, in these past four years. It's kind of cool. So, all right, here we go. I'm going to click over here and see what we have said. I have an amazing, beautiful family. Well, thank you. 
Technology will provide you with sight in the near future. We are very close. Okay, so technology will provide me with sight. Now, here's the thing, though. Right now, there really is nobody um, looking into my specific situation. Um, now, they're looking into things that are similar um, on how to help them. Like, my, in my case, the biggest thing is nerve damage. If they ever figure out how to correct nerve damage and fix it or reverse it in some way, maybe someday, you know, I might end up getting my eyesight back. Um, technology is amazing. Here's to being hopeful, but here's to also being able to accept that things um, happen for a reason. And that's one thing I have had to learn in the past four years. I mean, this is not this is kind of related to your question, kind of not, but hey, technology is amazing. It does great things. So it's kind of cool that I have learned, learned that there are techniques and stuff out there that they're using to uh, develop nerve tissue like replacement stuff like that like they're, they're they're doing amazing things like stem cell research is probably the most um the thing that's going to help me out in the long run if but and there are some cases right now that, that that's illegal you know um so but at the same time I've, I've done accepted that hey i am blind i'm okay with that why try to keep fighting for something that i've already had um, when I can keep pushing for something that I currently um, am working to prosper as, you know. Okay, so like right now, I've been I've been a blind individual for four years. Four years of being in my situation. I don't know. Four years of being without sight. And in that four years, I have learned that just because I am blind does that not make me. It doesn't make me blind. Does that make sense to a lot of things? Okay, for instance, um, I'm way more of a family man than I ever was when I when I was when I was sighted. I, I'm I'm way more active with the wife and kids. I'm way more willing to do things, bend over, and I'm I'm just way. I love my I love my family so much more because of the situation. Um, same thing when it comes to work. I feel like I have more drive to prove myself in the workplace because of my situation yeah when I was before I was a manager at Walmart I wanted to be a police officer I was in the army I did all these things and I always strived to be the best at what I did but there are sometimes I became complacent and I just kind of let life pass me by in the workplace and here's the thing that's something I can't do being in my situation there's too much going around me going on around me as a blind individual I got to pay attention I can I gotta have that true blind focus and be able to keep my blinders up, kind of let everything out here go by, but at the same time listening to it, taking it in because I gotta have true just focus in all aspects. That's and I've done a Periscope and I've also done a, a podcast on the whole what blind focus means to me, and that's what that is: being a blind individual, being able to focus on the task at hand, but still being able to take everything in. And that's one thing I need to really um, keep going as a blind individual. So yeah. Um, next question. Sorry, I'm going to go back over here to the, uh, Periscope, get one more question. Um, hopefully I'll be able to answer one more question in around seven minutes or so. And, um, <clears throat> we'll be able to finish up this podcast. Let's see what we got going on over here. All right. Boom. I inspire you guys. Well, that's great and wonderful to hear. Thank you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> la, 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 la. my throat is a little dry. 
What would your life have been like these past four years without a smartphone? Without a smartphone. Okay, that's a good question. That's a very good question. Technology. Another technology thing. And this right here actually kind of answers the last question. So somebody asked me, they're like, oh, technology is going to help you out someday. Well, it already has. In the past four years, if it wasn't for a smartphone, um, I, I probably would have been lost and confused. I mean, okay, let's think of it this way. In four years, a lot has happened. Like live streaming and stuff has come down, came out big, like Periscope and all that. And I started really getting into it. I started doing the whole YouTube thing and all that. And the only way that I was able to do that as a blind individual was because of technology. It was me learning that, hey, there are, there are ways to do things. There are ways that you might not even think. For instance, reading a book. You would think a blind guy wouldn't be able to do that. Well, I can do it many different ways. I can obviously just listen to the you know MP um, MP3 or whatever, or I can use my phone, take a picture, and it will read every word on that page to me. Um, and then also Braille. If I ever would take the time to learn Braille, I mean that'd be interesting. But um, it's just crazy how technology, smartphones, and all these things have learned how to. I've had to learn how to use it, but I was lucky enough to grow up in the age where. You know, we grew up with the technology, and we every day, as I was getting older, we, we learned all the technology that was coming out, which was cool, so I knew already how to use a smartphone and all that. Good thing I'm not like 65 years old now, barely touched a phone in my life, and I'm having to learn how to use a smartphone, but dang, um, that's just, man, I just, holy cow, technology. I'm so thankful for it. It's, it's amazing. All right, I'm going to actually click over here. I still have a little bit more time. Let's see what we got going on for questions-wise. Oh, we'll have fun at work. Thank you for coming on in. Thank you guys for watching. All right. Ooh, that's okay. So Samsung A is voice controlled. That's cool that it's voice controlled, but will it read everything to me? So here's the thing. Um, a lot of people don't know this. Um, Android is actually about five years behind uh, Apple products when it comes to when it comes to um, accessibility to the blind. It's, it's true. I want to say five. Okay, not maybe not five years. I'm going to say maybe two or three. But the only reason is because um, it reads too much of the code of what it is trying to read on, on the screen. So for some reason, Apple and VoiceOver has, has figured out how to read. Uh, for instance, when I do live streaming and stuff, it reads just what is the, the username and then what is being said. It doesn't read all the code of what that is. It's kind of crazy. But, uh, yeah, so Apple is a little bit more advanced in that area. Exactly. Okay, so right there. That's the biggest thing. TalkBack is the... Um, Android version of VoiceOver. VoiceOver is the it's the accessibility app within, and um, it actually I used TalkBack for the first almost two years of me being blind. Actually, for the, yeah, pretty much for the first two years, and I've been using um, Apple products since. And the only reason is because Apple has worked so much more seamlessly, and it just it's it's way I just I just love it. Let's put it that way. Um, it. It, it's just crazy. 
You can scroll down and up by voice. Okay, so scrolling down, up and up, but I can do that with my tap of my finger, just with gestures. Like you guys, it's it's so hard to describe, but I'm not gonna get into that part. But yeah. And I have used it. I've used uh, Talkback, which is what it's called. So I've, I've used multiple different things over the past four years, and that's actually one thing I'll leave this with. So in the past four years, um, being blind, <laughs> I've, I've used so many different technologies that I did not even know were out there. For instance, there's this new technology I really want to use in my workplace. It's called Ira, and I'm going, I'm going to be calling them. Um, this, this morning after my workout, I'm going to call them up and be like, yo, I want to do this. Um, basically, Ira is this software. It's these glasses that you wear. You tap on it. You connect with a live person. Um, and it's a picture. Not a picture. It's a camera within the glasses that the person actually sees exactly what you're looking at. For instance, when I'm checking IDs at work or something like that, this person, this live person over here can tell me exactly how many people are in front of me, can tell me all these things. And it's just crazy. There, I, I just, I'm, I'm baffled by the technology. It's amazing. So I've, I've got to see all these different forms of technology that are accessible to those of us who are blind. And it's just crazy. Even in the four years that I have been blind, I've learned so much more about all these different things. Um, and it's just, I, I love it. I, I love that being a blind individual, I have gotten the chance the uh, um, to try so many different things. And I think one of the biggest reasons is I'm so flexible when it comes to, oh man, my nose, ah, good to go. My nose is making a weird, like, stuffy thingy. Um, sorry about that, everybody on my podcast. But um, no, we, uh, it, it's just cool. Like, I, I've learned so many different things, and the reason is because I'm willing to do so, you know, and... Um, that's one thing I have, I've learned over the past four years of being blind, as long as I'm willing to keep learning, it seems that people are always out there wanting to try and help those of us who might be in need of that. And, um, I'm always willing to accept that help. Um, and it's, it's great that you guys out, that people out there are so, so helpful. And I, I love that people are always willing to do so. I love that um, I have become more of a humble person in the past four years than I ever thought I would have as a sighted person. I've learned so many different people out there are so kind. I've just had to learn to take it as love and take it as this gracious ability of human nature that we all have. And it's just, it's, it's really, really cool to see um, how I've grown as a person in four years, but also my friends and family around me have too. And it's just really cool to see how the ability of those of us who are just human, just to change and adapt and become something, maybe not more, but just to become something different and just mold to our situation our lifestyle and all this it's just it's it's crazy and I, I love I love the fact that uh in these past four years I've grown to a man that I never thought I would be but I love to be you know and that's just oh gosh uh, um four years of being blind now guys four years and in that four years I love who I've become 
and I uh, I love who I'm growing growing into um, today, tomorrow, whatever. I'm, I love that man. That um, I, I, I love myself for the situation that I'm in. Let's put it that way. I'm going to end this uh, podcast right here, and I'm just going to end it with a hey, go out there, have a wonderful day, guys. I want everybody out there to be ambitious. I will catch you guys next time. Please, please check me out at blindfocus.net. That is my website. On there, you can connect with me through any social media platform on there, on Periscope, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all those social media platforms. If you guys are looking out to connect with me, also my Snapchat's on there too. Go ahead, check me out at blindfocus.net. Go out to have a great day. Be ambitious. I will catch you guys next time. Later.